my fellow educators, welcome to the Teachers Impact Podcast. This podcast elevates the voices of teachers to improve the education system. I am your host, Shani Marie O'Gillian. On this episode, we'll be discussing the plethora of programs that get introduced, then fade after a year or two, and the pitfalls of this approach, and what might be a better way to use programs to improve schools. Picture this. You come back from summer break with a renewed sense of purpose. You're hugging your colleagues and talking about the great summer that you had. You sigh with regret that it's come to an end, but you have butterflies in your stomach about the new school year. The principal gives his beginning of the year welcome and his hopes for the new school year. However, the feel-good is not forever. Then you hear the ubiquitous, we have to raise our test scores. And so we will be introducing five new programs to help us get there. The sigh becomes a deep breath and you think, here we go again. You think to yourself, I know that we have to raise test scores, but why does there have to be five different initiatives simultaneously to increase test scores? You're exhausted just thinking about it. And you say to yourself, I haven't even set up my own classroom and the kids will be here in a couple of days. This is the scenario that teachers deal with when it comes to implementing new programs. Based on some reading I've done, this is not an uncommon occurrence in schools. According to an article I've read, in some districts, there can be a total of 11 new initiatives in different areas, such as curriculum, instruction, scheduling, and so forth. Policymaking at the district and state level has been on the increase. State-level leaders are creating more policies, which then leads to more policy at the district and school level. At the school level, teachers are then mandated to implement these initiatives, which fosters initiative fatigue. What is initiative fatigue? When there are so many initiatives being rolled out, teachers just get tired. And with that comes a lack of implementation fidelity. Because the more programs that you're trying to implement, the less implementation fidelity because you cannot implement all these programs and have everything go as smoothly as possible and coordinate all the moving parts. So one might consider that a more comprehensive approach at the state level with input from stakeholders in the school district, which are teachers, paraprofessionals, and support personnel. Next up, we'll talk about the idea that programs are a cure-all for school improvement. Why do school leaders think that programs are the cure-all for a school that needs improvement? That's one question I've asked myself many times. However, programs play a role in school improvement. But based on my experience, it tells me that when teachers purposefully collaborate with a specific goal, That is one of the ways to improve school achievement. I've worked with teacher teams and school leadership teams and saw the effect of what happens when teachers purposefully collaborate. The culture and climate of the school improves and the school's achievement improves. Part of the reason why we just go along with these programs is that I think we want instant gratification as education professionals. According to the article, schools need to develop capacity in many different areas of running a school. And for me, this capacity building should start with teachers. 
If the capacity is low, then a program will not work because the people who are expected to implement the program do not have the capacity to do so. Next up, we'll talk about choosing a program for your school because it worked for another school and the implications of this. One of the things that I've learned is that just because a program or curriculum worked for another school, that does not mean it will work for your school. One has to take a look at their own school, see what it needs, see the strengths, the weaknesses, and programs that are already working or not working, and then choose a program that will complement the existing structures that are working and, and already in place. Too many times we feel as though we have to reinvent the wheel and deal with problems that have already been solved because someone has already found a solution. Think of it this way. A classroom is a microcosm within a school. Just because as teachers we taught a lesson one way does not mean all our students will get it. We have to differentiate the lesson or completely change the lesson so that our students will understand the concept. This is the same thing for choosing a program that works for your school. So, some key takeaways from this episode. One, one program is not a cure-all for school or teacher improvement. Two, programs need to be adapted and modified to meet the needs of our schools. Three, teacher collaboration is one of the best ways to see school improvement. Four, Start taking a look at your programs, apps, online curriculum to see which ones are actually serving your students in schools and actually making a difference in your students' achievement. Thank you so much for listening. Please see Sided Works in show notes. If you found this content helpful, please share, favorite, and rate on your favorite podcast app. You can email me at teachersimpacteducation at gmail.com if you'd like to be a guest on the show. Or follow me on Instagram at Shani Marie O, Twitter at Shani Marie O. Happy learning and growing.